On this episode of Cheesecake Sports, Dan and I talk about the Philadelphia Eagles' first Super Bowl championship parade, Markel Fultz, Carson Wentz, and a lot of other random things. Yo, this is a Cheesecake Sports production. Welcome to Cheesecake Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan, and it's been it's been a while since we've been on on air talking to you about our Philadelphia sports teams, but we're back. Yeah, um, it's gonna be a little bit different now that the Eagles season is officially over, and it's over as Super Bowl champions. The first time we can ever say sweetest that. thing ever. It's, so it's that's literally a beautiful thing. so amazing. Uh, yeah, we got you know kind of busy last week with the parade. Yeah, yeah, basically the parade mess. You know. And just like living off the celebration, high fiving yeah. everyone you see, you know, stuff like that. But um, I wanted Dan to actually start off with his his lead up to the parade because I thought it was pretty pretty wild. I didn't even know what was going on because you know. Yeah, I mean, right before I get into that, I was just gonna say like how we're gonna be having shows once once a week is oh, what yeah. the plan is going yeah. forward now. Weekly, definitely something out. Um, you know, I I might even try to link up with someone else during the week bring like cheesesteaks something like that just have something else out there maybe like a movie review not really sure but Shout that, that movie pass but that would be um you know popping up every now and then but definitely one one episode from us right here and this is episode 47 a uh, little fun fact for everyone it's really episode 48 i messed up didn't like, realize that messed up on like episode 22 or something crazy like that but um, it's crazy. This is like I've been 47. telling everyone where what episode we're at too. Like they're like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm recording episode 47." <laughs> nah, that's a lie. That's a lie. But uh, I want Dan to tell his, you know, victorious story of just triumph over some of the elements that you know. Yeah, I would like to say I tried to to resemble our own Philadelphia Eagles and how they how they did it all year long. But no. So the night before the parade, I was coaching basketball. I was fine. So I coached the JV game. I'm the head coach of that, and then the assistant coach for our varsity team. During that game, like I could feel myself getting lightheaded as I was sitting on the bench. I just thought it was for me yelling a lot because we just our JV team just won a double overtime game. Sheesh! Really intense. Um, but so I get home. I have a really really bad headache, and I start throwing up a lot right after I eat. Um, and that went on till about eight thirty, and then I went right to bed. So I'm texting Paul. I'm like, yo. I'm probably not going to be able to go with you. I'm going to probably try to stay back and go with Jarrett because he was going to go a little bit later. Paul's plan was to leave at 3. 30. 3.30, yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm going to try to get some more sleep. So then I wake up at about 1.30, feel like a little bit better from, from sleeping a little bit. And I'm like thinking to myself, this is the first time ever. Like I want to be, like I want to be with Paul. Like, oh, cheesesteak sports, we got to be there together. And... Like, I just need to be there. Like, I need to be in front of the art museum. I got to do it big. It's first time, like, first time I got I to gotta be there. So I stuck through it, went down. We, we were there literally in front of the art museum by, like, 4 a.m. And we stood out in the freezing cold with a lot of other Eagles fans. A lot of people camped out before before us They were there. Um, yeah, we were within the first 500. That's, that's what um, – Yeah. And, and then, like, it was funny. I'm going to put out the video later, but I took a, a video basically, like, every hour leading up to the parade basically and you can just see the amount of people just filling in like by the hundreds thousands even honestly so that that was that was really sick yeah so that, i mean that was pretty much the bulk of it there was a point at like 6 30 a.m i felt like point. i had to throw up i had to leave the area 
because there's a bunch of people th- around me. I didn't think I was gonna see him again. I honestly. really, it, I was unsure if I was gonna see Paul. So I went. I, I was scared if I was wasn't gonna get my spot back because we were we were there at four a.m. But I didn't throw up. I got some fresh air, got some water, felt better. I wasn't really able to eat that much because I was afraid whatever I was gonna eat, I was gonna throw it up. But enough with all all the bad talk. Yeah, hopefully, the, hopefully no one's <laughs> no one's eating the, right now. The, the day itself, I mean, to see all those guys and be that close to them, and like when you look back years from now, saying like, "Yeah, I was right in front of the art museum when Jason Kelsey was delivering the speech of a freaking lifetime." Um, that's that's what it, like the memories, like so, that's what it's all about. So, um, I've heard mixed reviews actually on Jason no, Kelsey. You've, you've we've heard one bad review. I've not heard anybody else I've, besides. All right, actually, that's not true. I've heard two bad reviews. Coward. I I wasn't talking to him. I didn't even hear Coward. But I've heard people just with, like, kids saying, like, I wish he didn't go there, blah, 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 which is understandable. But, I mean, he's under – probably had a few drinks and it's the praise. Like, he's (laughs) a world champ. Just a little bit. No, I I was just messing around. I I liked it a lot. I started tearing up once he started listing everything. Yeah, he, I think uh, Paul, like, I, Paul was right in front of me. And, like, I was waiting for Paul to, like, start barking. And, like, Paul must have really been in the moment because that bull was not saying anything. No, well, that's that's why I was I, just getting hyped. I was I was soaking it all in because what I, I was my original plan was to uh, record, like, the whole thing and be like, oh, like, I got it on my new camera, blah, blah, blah. But um, as soon as, like, Spuds came out, I um, I looked and I, I looked behind me and I saw every single person had their camera out and then i was like this isn't even like it's not like i'm getting like great a like great views and i'm recording at home so i was like you know what i'm just gonna like soak soak in this like it's gonna you know just be great and um i i enjoyed it a lot and it was funny because i saw this tweet yesterday by uh hanky's excel sheet yeah yeah i saw that yeah the evil yeah because i was i was driving in my car last night listen to the Sixers game come back from my night class and I'm like yo like I, I didn't think it was gonna be TJ but I was like yo like the, the Sixers like people said Dario's not coming over they're saying Embiid you know is never gonna be healthy they say Simmons can't shoot they're saying Rocco um Rocco ain't got it you know just like I was just going off and um but the 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 actual tweet from the Sam evil Hinky was saying June 2020 TJ McConnell in a Jason Kelsey jersey on the art museum steps saying they fired Sam Hinkie. Dario's never coming over. Ben Simmons can't shoot. Joel is never going to be healthy. TJ isn't going to make the roster. Markel forgot how to shoot. And then a big F you. But um, yeah, it's, it's like, I, I, we'll get to the Sixers. Yeah, I really like, hope I, they can get to that point. Cause I'm really, I'm, I'm like juiced up on the Sixers right now, but you should be, but let's finish with, you know, more of our thoughts on the Eagles right now. Yeah. Cause a lot has happened since we've last talked after the Super Bowl. Um, and just to wrap up the parade, amazing day for Philadelphia. Again, we don't know the exact number count. We've heard a lot of different rumors, but I think there had to be at least two million, <laughs> there's three a, million people. There's a wide disparity. You really have no idea, but whatever Philadelphia showed up, they showed out like it was, it was awesome. Um, but moving over to the football side, did lose two big, big parts of the Super Bowl run this year in Frank Reich and John DeFilippio. Um, we'll see how that affects us going forward. And I actually saw today we might not really yeah, pronounce an offensive co- coordinator. Yeah, is I it, guess. That, well, I'm, I mean, it's not like they call the plays or anything. Yeah. And I guess like the, what it, the report said was that, uh, 
Doug was going to lean on Deuce and Mike Grow to like have their roles expanded a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I guess I guess that's cool. I don't know. Um, I like is Lori just trying to save some money because like that doesn't go against the cap or anything. So I I don't really know what's uh, what's going on with that. But I'm glad that we are keeping Deuce. Yeah. I thought Deuce was just going to get the job. Yeah. And um, we did just uh, I think some. I don't know what he was. He was probably like offense quality control. He was. Okay. Press, What's his name? Press Daly. Yeah. I've, He's the new quarterback to, coach. Yeah, yeah I've heard heard a lot of good things about him. I was talking. To, I was actually talking to Jamie about him today, and he was, he read a whole piece on how he's like could be like the next big thing, and then I read another article about he had he always had like a a bunch of trick plays pretty much every week, and they'd always dive into that and take a look at it, and he kind of helped locate the Philly special play that they got okay. from the Chicago Chicago game, Chicago week Bears. seventeen. Yeah, the Bears game. They played like a a game that didn't matter. Um, I think it was last year yeah, in two, week seventeen. Two thousand sixteen. And no, it was actually Matt Barkley who caught the touchdown pass. Wow. And that, if you watch that play on YouTube, just type in like Bears trick play, it's Barkley and I think Cameron Meredith throws it. It's yeah, very similar to to what we saw in the Super Bowl and what will forever be known as Philly Special. So uh, forever, people have. Uh, I'm sure everyone knows this by now, but people have it tatted on their bodies. Yeah, and um, get a tat so you know it's real. Yeah, like that. That's what they always say, you know. And you're gonna be getting a tat soon, right? Yeah, actually Friday. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna be getting one. Also, I wanted to give a uh, quick shout out to my brother-in-law, Jake. He sent me uh, the story of an underdog. I watched that. Too. 2017 Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl mini movie on youtube and it was uh breathtaking the one thing i didn't like though was they got cedric thornton and benny logan in one of the clips coming off the bus like okay, in the beginning yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm like isn't that benny logan and cedric thornton? <laughs> and then i went back i was like yo that's definitely them but like i understand like lack of footage of players getting off bus like eagles players getting off buses yeah. but there's another clip that was from last year too but i mean it was like that was like the filler stuff but like just hearing all the all the analysts just saying, like, you know, they're going to lose this game. Max Kellerman saying, oh, I guarantee, you know, I, I like the Eagles, but I guarantee they're going to lose it. Lock it up. Like, something stupid like that. Yeah, it's awesome to just go back and read all the tweets and see all these analysts talk about what they talked about. Like, one of the videos I just watched today was, I think it was James Jones saying the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East. Okay. And they've had a lot of injuries, blah, blah, blah. And this was at the point, but it was before we lost Carson, but when we lost Peters, mm-hmm. Hicks, Sproles, all those guys. And um, it's just funny to like look it, back. It's it's great because it's like, I like honestly, Dan, a lot of people are saying, like the national people are saying like, oh, like you guys can't have a chip on your shoulder anymore. Like now you guys are the top dog, blah, blah, blah. I really, like I still feel slighted even though we won. Like I, I just feel like, you yeah, know, disrespected people. from everyone, just saying like, oh, you know, even the the uh, freaking Mike Pereira coming out today saying that uh, Nick Foles was two and a half yards off the line of scrimmage when he had to be it within wasn't Alshon. One. No, it was- no, it was within Alshon and Nick. Nick had yeah. to be closer to the line to be declared. He, you can't cover like Alshon covered the tackle perfectly, but it was on Nick Foles. He was supposed to be closer. Uh. Um, but it it was just. Uh, it's like they people are still like they're still hating whatever and, makes them and happy, it's whatever. it's fine because we're like the champions but this is why like you know K- colin coward said the other day he's like oh well you know the eagles like they can't they can't say they're underdogs anymore like you know they're they already won a super bowl like jason kelsey speech like that's stupid blah 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 did, did he say that i didn't know coward said that 
uh, not verbatim, right, but but he, but he was he was saying it. Uh, I think that was month. Yeah, it was mo- uh, Monday. Um, but maybe it was Thursday. I don't know. It, it was one of the last years. But um, basically, I I just feel like we still are gonna have that chip on the shoulder going into this next year, which is really exciting for me because. Hungry dogs run faster. Yeah, and your starting quarterback's going to have a huge chip on his shoulder, yep. too. Trying but to get a chip. With that said, like, at the same time, I mean, I was listening to Carson was on WIP this morning, really just promoting his um his charity softball game, which goes on sale tomorrow. Um, We're selling it, so we got yeah. a whole memo for that. Yeah, I, right away I asked to work it, like, when it came out a couple months ago. So, ho- hoping I can – I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'll be there. I don't know what I'll do exactly, but should be should be pretty – Packed out, I would, I would assume. Um, is it gonna be? Is it gonna be at CBP? Yeah, it's at oh. the bank. Yeah, we're selling tickets for it. Yeah. Um. So how much are tickets? They start. They're pretty low. Like they start from like five, like for cheap seats, yeah. I think, and then like right behind the dugout and like near the fields, a hundred. Um. So it's like a whole event. They're doing a home run derby, playing a game Who's like in Eagles it? offense versus Eagles defense. So the offense. But Carson is playing. Carson's not gonna play. Carson was he talking about it on the radio today? He said. It's a shame. Like I really thought I was gonna win the home run derby. He said I guess I'll have to wait till next year. So, um, but yeah, just getting back to Wentz, like the pressure. I think the pressure on Carson. Not that like he'll feel it because like he's gonna work himself all the like he's gonna work himself. That's who he is. But like now that you got a Super Bowl, it's gotta be weird for Carson because like when he got drafted here, coming to Philadelphia, coming to a city that was absolutely starving for a Super Bowl. In his mind and everybody else's mind, it was gonna be him that brought us the yeah, Super Bowl. Crazy. And if it wasn't him, then it was gonna be somebody after him. And when he was done playing. Like when you draft a franchise quarterback, that's the guy you're expecting to bring you <laughs> yeah. to Super Bowl. Like you know, it's very rare that you see a backup. Like when the Rams draft Goff, like Goff's the guy for them that they expect to bring him to Super Bowl. If it's not Goff, it's gonna be when he's done. When he he's done with the Rams. Like Andrew Luck. Like all these franchise quarterbacks, it's cr- the story to think about what happened. Like, if you lose your franchise quarterback, you're done. And that didn't happen. Um, Which is amazing. So the, the human part of that, it's got to be tough for Carson, but to be there and not be able to play, another huge chip that's got to be on his shoulder when he gets back. And I think you put in here, like, he, he expects to be back week one. Yeah, which is crazy. Well, how does that make th- you feel? I think he, he thinks he'll be ready, and I think he probably will want to play and think he'll be able to play week one. But if you're the Eagles and Nick Foles is still your guy, I don't think they rush him back right away just because he is your franchise quarterback. So, I mean, we'll see as that progresses. But he said he was on, like, time and everything with his rehab. And, and uh, it sound, sounded like he was excited to be to to get ready to come back. So I mean, we all saw him down on the knee. Yes. He <laughs> was on that knee putting pressure on Congratulations it. Congratulations so, to Carson. I mean, congrats, but, like, it looks like, you know, he's – He's doing well. Like, yeah, very, he's not, very, ju- very he's not just talking about it, but, you know, he's getting down on the knee. Yeah, as far as we know, he was only with this girl for a couple months, and now he's engaged to her. But when yeah, you know, but, you know. Yeah, you know? <laughs> she made her first appearance uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, th- that's that sent, like, shockwaves through the, the whole uh, eco chamber. <laughs> also, it was interesting to listen to Carson on WIP today. It was kind of the first time he admitted to the injury being from the actual contact. If you if you go back and listen to his interview with Cataldi this morning, he mentioned the contact where because a couple of weeks ago when he was interviewed, he kind of danced around. He wasn't really sure. At least that's what he said. So it was interesting to hear that um, from the goat himself, Carson Wentz. Uh, yeah, I um, I'm just I 
So, like, how do you feel about him coming back, though? I, what, as far as... Uh, week one. Well, week one. Like, how do you feel? I think he... Are, like, he I know, will, we know he wants to. We know he'll do everything that he can. I don't think he, but week even one if, he'll be our starting quarterback. No. Okay. I don't think he will be, but I think... Do you think he should be? No. I, I don't I don't think so. Not, not if Nick Foles is your guy. I don't think he rushed Carson back. Now, Make sure he's 100% healthy. Now, what do you do with Nick Foles? <laughs> That's that's a big question. I mean, like you've been saying, I think it's a very smart way to do it. It might not be the best business move. Like, you want to do what's best for – if you're the Eagles, you want to do what's best for the Eagles. But like you said, like, it just makes sense. Like, if Foles wants to start somewhere and you can get something really valuable for him, and then I would – if that's what he wants, hey, that's that's what he wants. But if he wants to stay here, I think there's a lot of good things that will happen from him staying here. So – Again, I'm not I'm not really a huge either way, but we'll we'll see how that plays out. We'll have a lot of months to talk about that. Yeah, way too, way too many months to talk about everything Howie Roseman's got to do. Yeah, there's there's a lot that has to be done and a lot that will be done. So, but moving on to what you were you talked about earlier and how excited you are about <laughs> about the Sixers and I mean that was an awesome game last night. They're starting to get rolling a little bit. And uh, they got one more big game before the All Star break versus. The You're Heat. not gonna. You just gotta say TJ's triple double first, like before you brush it away. Like, no, yeah. I was gonna talk yeah, about. Uh, I was gonna talk you about. Gotta give him, you gotta give him. Because I actually just listened to TJ's podcast today with JJ Reddick. Oh wow! On my way home from work, it was it was awesome. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but yeah, TJ McConnell, the triple double, very impressive. But six steals along with that, and some of those steals Crazy. were just like, like very impressive steals. Like the one I saw late in the fourth quarter. Quick hands. He like flew across. Flew across the court. Um, so TJ continuing to do it. He's he's the definition of grit. If you're trying to teach kids how to be gritty, just watch like TJ McGonnell. I know. I know. I was Which is the craziest thing. Like, he is great, like, though. He, he's the grittiest player I've ever seen, but he doesn't like being called gritty. Yeah. And you got to respect that, though. Yeah. And but, he, he talks about it in the podcast with Reddick. Like, Reddick was talking about how all these superstars have, like, a superpower, like, whatever, mm-hmm. like, their base thing is. And... With McConnell, it's like he said, it's his spirit, and what his what it's what he does. Every, like it was, every night. it was great too. Like, like I put it on on my uh, Facebook, my uh, banner pick. Yeah, it was tough. Them celebrating because the Sixers put it out or whatever. But like that, that's like so sick. And then after when he's getting interviewed by Molly Sullivan, he's getting doused. And did you see the stuff? In and the then chocolate room, milk. Yeah. Someone got chocolate yeah, milk. Again, with the Sixers team, they seem to like each other. Similar to what what the Eagles <laughs> Eagles locker room had, so that's always important. It's good when you have a locker room that truly cares about each other off the court as well. So that's all that's awesome to see. And uh, Sixers basketball is it's been fun to watch all year, but it's been really fun recently. You got Dario has been playing a lot better. He's been playing like his shots like really coming on, which is like yeah. literally like one of the best things ever because it solidifies him as staying like basically here. Yeah. Unless it, like I don't like I don't see, you know Brian Colangelo trading that away for you know for anything like originally like coming in this year I was like scared I was like there's a good chance like Dario gets packaged and something just because like he was basically playing the same way Ben Simmons was gonna play yeah you know like mid range jumpers passing the ball and obviously Ben's the better athlete so and better dribbler so it's like kind of like a log jam and. And defender too, like Ben's just a superstar, yeah. but um, but like it really just you know it's great that he's knocking down the three. That's like that's what we need with this team, and that's why we've been doing so well as of as of late because he's been knocking it down. Um, 
you know, we we do have that uh, Fultz size uh, hole oh, yeah. on, the, on the team still. But we did get Marco Bellinelli, yeah. which is nice because we didn't Another give anything up. Piece, yeah. that, that's like the really nice part about it. But uh, he really trusts the process. He's been posting. He posted him on Rocky today. I saw that. Which is hilarious. I love it. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, we'll see how he does. I, I mean, he's he's older. What is he, like 34, 35, something yeah, like that? Yeah, something around that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm not like, like, uh, like I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not like, oh, like he's yeah, the savior or anything. Not, but not that's, that's a step up from, you know, Jared Bayless having him out there. I just hate Jared Bayless, so. <laughs> But it's it's someone else out there, and it's funny because you know we had uh, some Hawks fans talking all this rah rah just about like a, uh, you know a year ago, a little bit over. Yeah, they're they're eighteen and thirty nine. We don't need to spend too well, much no, time. Well, no, I'm just now. saying like they they let go of their their player like because they're tanking. Yeah, let go of one of their better players because they're tanking, even though they said tanking isn't the thing to do. Right. But it looks like they're doing it. The Suns are doing it. The who else was Kings. No, Mavericks are doing it too. That's and and somehow they they beat the Lakers the other night. But um, Lakers suck too, which is going to be really interesting because like we have that pick if it's two through five, yeah. which is exciting. And uh, I'm definitely going to the right Ricky uh, uh, party, the lottery party. Word word. Also, I mean, we sit here now almost at the All Star break. Sixers have already surpassed their win total from last year, which is amazing. Crazy. I forgot to say that. 29-25 um, right now. Sid is the seventh seed and only three and a half games back of the three seed. At, as we end here, end of the regular season, where do you see the Sixers finishing uh, in the Eastern Conference? It's a really tight race, really, from three to three to three to. Tw- you could even put the short in there at 12. Well, um, originally I was like three to nine. I'm sorry, not twelve. Like a, a week ago, I was saying like, dude, like there's no way the Sixers can get to fifty wins. I was saying like that's tough, but, but they but do, it have, looks an, like they it's do a, have an easy. Schedule they have one of the easiest half. schedules coming up, and it's like they like they might be able to get there. I think they could get to like forty eight wins, and probably snag like the the four or five seed, like kind of what. I think I, that's what you predicted. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I said they were going to finish with the seventh seed at like 42 or 41 wins before mm-hmm. the season started. But um, I, the way they've been playing, man, it looks good. And, and Embiid's on the back-to-backs, which is nice. I mean, there was a little scare on Saturday night. Um, a big scare, yeah. I, I'd say, honestly. But, uh, yeah, a lot of tweets saying, we like, why can't we have nice things? Or like the classic, like, Oh, like, you know, we won the Super Bowl last Sunday. This Sunday we're going to be crying because we don't have him beat for the rest of the year. But luckily he's okay. One player that isn't okay on the Sixers is still Markel Fultz. I wasn't going to say anything about it because I've been trying to focus on the positive vibes. Paul is is all in on taking Markel and trusting him that he will be the player that we thought he would be. Um, but yeah, Derek Bodner put out a report on the athletic. I don't, I don't subscribe to it. Paul does, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically just saying that a big reason for all this was because Fultz was altering his shot, um, during training camp as him and his trainer were working on it. And then his trainer's like, Oh no, it was like minor things to like, it's basically to shorten the motion from bringing it up from the hip. I mean, it does make sense because in the NBA you, you want to be able to get off. You don't want to have that Lonzo whack 
Lonzo whack shot. Yeah, you want to have a quick release. Uh, but sounds like that was a, a huge part of this whole fiasco with Markel Fultz that it's crazy. we still have not gotten to the bottom of. And <laughs> honestly, like I've been saying, I think I said back a couple months ago, like maybe I might have said February. But at this point, yeah, I, I think we did say February. At this point, I, I don't think he plays this year. And it, it's a shame, but like, I, I I'm still speak like I don't have any words for it. It's it sucks how the Sixers have have handled the whole situation as far as like promoting him possibly coming back. Like Colangelo saying like, oh yeah, he might be back soon. Oh, he might not be back for the rest of the year. Like, forget him. Putting out all of the videos and putting him out there. I, yeah, it's it's. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Like and like the thing is, it's like some I saw someone muse at the idea that it was uh it's all ployed to get people to buy like tickets to get like ticket sales up and stuff like like, that's not that's not legit that doesn't hold any water to me because you know the the Sixers are actually a good team now like last year they were definitely doing that with Ben Simmons there's no doubt about that because I I literally bought tickets to the Bucks game like the second last game of the season in hopes of seeing Ben Simmons I bought them a little bit earlier also, I want to see Giannis, and um, but anyway, I I just I don't like I, I don't like Brian Colangelo at all. He took he took yeah, Sam no. Hinkie out. They threw him on the streets, and um, Sam died for this. He but did. like you gotta trust the process. One other thing I wanted to ask you was basically right now I've been seeing like there's been a lot, a lot of Donovan Mitchell for Rookie of the Year. Going stupid. on, what do you think? Stupid. Like, I don't, yeah. Mitchell, he's having a great year and a year that not many people probably expected him to have. But just because Ben Simmons isn't what a lot of people say technically a rookie because he sat out a year and got to witness all the stuff. He's being a rookie. On the court, like, he's rookie of the year. That's all there is to it. Um, I mean, Mitchell had like a big game last night and I think he was like nine for 28 or something. Like, no, don't talk like Mitchell. He can, he can come in second, but he's not rookie of the year. They can't take it away from us again. Well, this is this is my thing. I was originally on that, and then I thought about it for a second. I was like, this like if Mitchell wins it, it could be the best thing for us because um, Ben Simmons would realize that he has to shoot shoot more because you have these times when Ben Simmons. I think he realizes that, but like I know, but like it it might throw some more fire like. More of like an underdog type thing. Chip. Yeah, that's for Something sure. like, yo, like you guys took that from me. Like I'm gonna dominate this because you know we all know he's upset about the All Star game. Yeah, not put, which is ridiculous. You have what is it four, four chances? Yeah, I don't know how that. So like eight other guys were better than him apparently, but that that's crazy. I got in a little something with like a jazz fan today, on on Twitter because Michael Rappaport put up the the video of like Tommy Mitchell doing like a a double cross and like a, a slight step back on like lowered and shot it like a mid-range yeah. i said not even it's not even nice like it's just a mid-range jumper and you know we've seen it all the time and then someone was coming at me because my my profile pictures uh full like me in a Fultz jersey so it was this whole thing and then they're saying like they're coming at Fultz and they're coming at simmons then i just sent them a video of like a uh, james harden doing the same exact move but from three and it was against the Jazz, so it was kind of like, here you go, like you take this, like you just hold that one. 
Um, I don't know. There was Jazz fans that are active on Twitter. Well, I mean, you're on a ten game win streak. That's true. So th- that they're actually uh, what are they? Twenty nine and twenty eight. Yeah, they're making a run. Something like that. And Still we're not technically in their in the Western Conference. Well, playoffs. yeah, that, that's uh, shows how far they were out of it. That's a really rough conference. Also, other thing we didn't even get to talk about, you know, the LeBron James saga trade. Yeah, where he's hey, basically looked, flips good for him on Sunday. He flips sure. his whole entire team, well, whole entire bench basically, and gets actual players around him, young guys who don't have uh, as much playoff experience, but they do have you know that that athleticism to compete with the boston as we saw them run boston right out of the gym on paul pierce day after what maybe having a a shoot around together a practice that's crazy like that that's the really the wildest part so i mean that's going to be tough when we have to take him down in the playoffs (laughs) but you know it, it is what it is yeah i mean at the end of the day in the east it's still like I still can't count out LeBron. Boston has looked really good this year. Never count out LeBron. But LeBron still is the best player in the NBA. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't count out LeBron. It'll it'll be it'll be fun to see uh, who comes out of the East, whether it's the Celtics, the Cavs, or the Sixers. You know what I mean? But oh man, dude, like, sheesh. But like, it's it's just so great that that we are where we are right now with all of our teams. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm hyped. We, did you want to talk about the Flyers? They, they've been playing pretty yeah, well. Yeah, how they suck. <laughs> no, yeah, the Flyers suck. Yeah, you, you know what we do with the Flyers. We'll, we'll give them some more talk as uh, as hopefully they continue to make a playoff run. Because Philadelphia sports has been good, and coming up soon, hopefully it continues. Our Philadelphia Phillies who start pitchers and catchers tomorrow. And I, I feel the excitement around the town. We had our pre-sale for season for individual tickets today, and phones are ringing. And we go, on official, we go on official sale Thursday, but I was surprised how busy we were today. But, yeah, it's exciting to – I mean, we don't to, even have Arietta yet. <laughs> I'm, not, oh my I'm not exactly sure, but I am excited about the Phillies. Um, a lot of young talent was – I don't know if you heard Gabe Kapler at all today. No, I didn't. What did he say? But he was, he was just getting me hype. Gabe, Gabe Kapler is saying normal Gabe Kapler stuff. He – he was on uh, Philly Sports Talk with Barkan, and uh, he said, like, Barkan said, well, last year Pete McCannon's goal for this team was to to be 500. Like, what are what are your expectations? I've heard you talk about playing in September, October. And he basically said, yeah, that are, we're, we're, I want to make the playoffs this year. He said, if everyone, every single individual gets a little bit better, we'll be where we want to be. And he compared us, um, compared some of the philosophies he's going to use to Peterson and the Eagles. And he was he's he's a good talker, so hopefully yeah. uh, he can manage as well as he can talk. So excited excited for the Phillies, um, and what what's to come with with this 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 season in baseball because it's been a while where there's been this much excitement around the Phillies. So yeah, it's it's great. I'm hyped up. It's it's gonna be a good time. I really have a great feeling about this Phillies team that's coming up, and the Gabe Kapler, you know, era. Yeah. It's going to be a good, good fun time. Um, I wanted to say something about Kirk Cousins' situation, but I guess we could bring it up next week because I don't think anything's going to happen within within this week. No, no. And Jimmy G's contract, that John's crazy. Cra- like, he just – it's crazy. I, I mean, basically, it could be a bargain by the time, you know, if the cap keeps on going up and if he is what he's shown. Right. So – I mean, you know, the whoever the next quarterback can sign is going to get more than that. Like, yeah, like Aaron Rodgers is due to be up soon. 
Matt Ryan's due to be up. Uh, Wentz in a couple years, so that um, big money right there. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Also, the one thing that uh, also from the NBA, I guess we could save it, but basically everyone knows the Lakers now have room to sign two max players next year. What you think, LeBron goes there? Oh, uh, that's what a lot of people are saying. I don't personally know if he does. I I can't. I might have to if change it's not, my... If it's not the Sixers, that's fine. Like, go out to the West, you know? Yeah. I no, it. I understand that. But, like, I don't. I just don't like the Lakers yeah, or no. the Celtics. Those are, like, my two most hated teams. Yeah. But I do have a Kobe jersey. Don't get me wrong. Philly blood, but... True. Um, it's not like I wear it around. And I got it after you're tired. So, um, but I was going to throw a Molly in there today, but I don't really... Why don't you save it? Why don't you save it for the next show? Yeah, I'll, I'll save it. I uh, wanted to first, before we end, give a, a big birthday shout-out to yes. our boy Gyrus. we got to go down to the Sixers game. Actually, last – well, I got to go to the mm-hmm. Sixers game Tuesday. You saw him on Monday. Um, he got to come in, up to uh, Philly to watch, you know, the, basically, you know, just the, the best Super Bowl of all time. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's, that's all there is to it. That's basically what it was. It's that simple. Um, I don't really have much more to say, except we're Super Bowl champions. It's still amazing to say that. It's it's really one of the best things ever. Um, go birds, fly eagles fly. Trust the process. Trust the prospects. Um, go flyers too. Uh, but uh, yeah. See you guys.